0: You're listening to What If We Loved Podcast, a show about building up the church through love, sonship, and healing. Here are your hosts and founders of Love Inside Out Ministries, Bruce and Shea Mason. Welcome to episode 16 of the What If We Loved Podcast. And we are thrilled today, and we're actually on location. We left home today. We're thrilled today to have with us the Reverend Nigel Mumford who is, uh, for us, a longtime friend and personally a mentor to me. Mm-hmm. And I'll get into that in just a minute. But he's currently the associate priest at Galilee Church in Virginia Beach. He's the president of By His Wounds Ministries mm-hmm. and founder of the Welcome Home Initiative. I am might have you share just a little about that because it's amazing. Okay. Okay. Author of eight books, husband, grandfather and who knows what else? But... Johnny, a fine fellow, <laughs> fine fellow. <laughs> with a lot of humility. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for you. being willing to join us on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. It's, it's been a while since we've actually seen you. So this has just a, been a joy for us to reconnect like yeah, this Yeah,
1: a wonderful reunion. Likewise, you yeah. so, haven't changed a bit, nor have you. Yeah, oh, well, right. thank you. Just a bit more weight. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer a lean, mean, green fighting machine. Really. Well, in the spirit, in the are. spirit, <laughs> well, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, well, true. Uh, I take that back. Yeah. So, we, um,
0: well, we I just can't wait to catch up with you a little bit today. Um, but as I was about to say before we actually started recording, is that our heart in this podcast is to reflect on uh what it means to not only live knowing you're loved but to then live love so then how, how we love other people and and since you're a healing minister and you've been involved in healing ministry for how many years now 32 years 32 years mm-hmm. and oh my goodness you have a lot of stories mm-hmm. um, that we thought we we could talk about healing within the context of love because of course healing does flow right from the heart of god mm-hmm. And that's just it's such a wonderful demonstration of love. But people um, people can struggle when it comes to love and when it comes to healing about, um, you know, what happens if I'm not healed? Um, Does that mean you know if if healing is a demonstration of God's love, then if I'm not healed, Hmm. does God not loving me or does that say something about his nature, his character? So that's that's just something I thought we could maybe jump off with. However, however, the spirit leads here. Because Absolutely. again, it's a joy to have you on the thank you
1: Thank you so much for having me, Bruce. Both of you, thank you. It's a joy to be here. <clears throat> uh, responding immediately to what you said, yeah. you know, I truly believe everybody's healed mm-hmm. and some are cured. Yeah. And that's the mystery. Yeah. It is an absolute mystery. And when I get to the pearly gates again for the third time, the 13th <laughs> time, uh, I will have my hands on my hips and say, What the heck, Peter? You know, I, I really don't understand it, but I do know that when we pray, something always happens. Mm-hmm. I know everybody is healed and some are cured, and that's the mystery. It really isn't. It's an absolute ministry mystery. It's an absolute ministry too, but it's an absolute mystery in, in how the Lord works. But as you said, love is patient, love is kind, love is the premise of this. The three things I teach my team is to listen, to love and to pray. And it's so important to love. And to find something to love in somebody, even if they smell, even if they have bad breath, even <laughs> mm-hmm. if they are repulsive in whatever way, we have to find something to love in them. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is about, and to remind everybody that they are loved, whoever they are. Mm-hmm. But again, I go back to the, <clears throat> the 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 power of something always happens when we pray. It's yeah. so simple. But it took me years to realize, probably five years into ministry that I realized that. And now, funnily enough, in the last six months, when I started talking, I look at everybody and say, Do you, have you any idea how much you loved? Mm. Have you yeah, got the slightest idea? Yeah. And it changes the atmosphere in the room immediately because that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. How can I love this person? How can I love this person with all their warts and all? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what it's about. And that's what Jesus did. He loved us. Mm-hmm. And the people are hurting so badly uh, you know, from real and perceived rejection, fear, worry, anxiety, particularly from covid so many things have happened in the human nature mankind, and indeed man unkind as we're really seeing and witnessing with the shootings in uh, ukraine and so on really issues of man unkind, but it does come back to love mm-hmm. that's the bottom line and if we're not doing that when we're doing it wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. so what i like to remind people you know if you're not feeling loved i would highly recommend you go to one corinthians 13 4 through 8. um I tell people who are lacking in love, who don't know love, to read that as a homework assignment uh, twice a day. Mm-hmm. Read it the way it's written in the Bible, and then you take out the word love and put your name in. Mm-hmm. So Bruce is kind. Bruce is patient, mm-hmm. you know? uh, And where, where it says it, you put your name in too. Bruce is. And to do that twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening, is a great exercise. And the other the other thing I go, Oh my gosh, I gotta tell you a story. Here we go. I mean, I guess, Here we go. I gotta tell you, years ago I was at the Oratory Logic Way yeah. in Connecticut. Yeah. Nobody was in the on the premises. I'm sitting at my desk and God said, Go to the bathroom. I said, Well, I don't need to go. He said, Go to the bathroom. I said, okay, you know, I'm just being obedient, you know. Yeah. So I get up thinking, Why the heck is he asking me to go to the bathroom? So I go in the bathroom, didn't even close the door, there's nobody there. Yeah. He said, Now look in the mirror. So I looked in the mirror and he said, now say, I love you. Mm. Oh my gosh. I was embarrassed. I turned red. Nobody was there. I was embarrassed looking at saying those words into the mirror and it was a life changing moment. Wow. Because if we can't love other people, excuse me, if we can't love ourselves, how on earth can we love other people and that is, you know, I'm so glad we're talking about love because without love, we are nothing. We're not even a clanging bell. We are, there's nothing there. know people always ask me you know about how much faith do i need to be healed and i love to respond about lazarus Mm -hmm. how much faith did (laughs) did lazarus have you know he was dead (laughs) for goodness sakes you know (laughs) he was dead no (laughs) faith at all so how much faith do you need None. yeah Yeah. but we do need love i love that we love because he first loved us amen and that's what (laughs) it's all about yeah Yeah. and to remind people of that love you know people forget I don't know about you. You know, we both wear collars sometimes. Yeah. You no, know, I've been ordained since 2005, and I still go to straighten my tie. I haven't want to tie in you Yeah. <laughs> and if I forget that, what do I forget about Jesus and his love? Yeah. You know.
0: We found that, that when we pray for people, our heart just aches. Yes. You know, when people don't know how much they're actually loved and so i I love what you that story you just shared of looking in the mirror and and Mm. god having you actually (laughs) come to terms with that reality it it was awful yeah i mean (laughs) it was beautiful Yeah, it's totally beautiful and and you see people i know that you see this all the time when people come to you for prayer and, and just the just so defeated and it's so there's so much pain and it's because they haven't just haven't experienced Mm. that beautiful love. I mean, even more than just the whatever physical healing or whatever it is that they're needing Mm. to know the love
1: Mm. of their heavenly father is the most important. And
0: to experience comfort.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I meet so many people who have, you know, been adopted or rejected by their parents Mm. who really suffer from that. It's as if part of their heart is missing, you know, even divorce. The heart is pummeled and bruised and ripped out of the chest and it's hard it's it is heartbreaking there's no other word for it yeah. uh, i was working this morning with a suit with a, uh, a professional uh, really well-paid professional who you know was threatening suicide and just broke my heart you know mm. um, she had a really rough childhood uh, but god did a mighty work in it mm. yeah, amen yeah yeah mm-hmm. but it's all about love it really is is this yeah. what more can, what more can we say and i got to tell you actually talking to stories mm-hmm. if i may um there was there was a moment when i knew the father's love mm-hmm. uh, i was at the oratory i was in connecticut um i had um been praying soaking prayer for a couple of hours and i walked out of the oratory in floating i felt like i was just so filled with love ah. my face hurt literally i had to do this I had to for that you can't see that but i i, I massaged <laughs> my cheeks <laughs> um because it hurt i was smiling yeah. so i just filled with love just like floating around and I knew if God gave me any more of that love, I felt like I would have just burst into flames. Mm. And I actually said, stop, I can't take it. Enough. <laughs> and it was probably 0.0001% of that love. But I was so filled with that love. It was a teaching, a real moment of understanding that love. So anyway, um, I noticed that the bird feeder was empty. I walked over to the bird feeder, took it off the thing. It was a big, big bird feeder, a couple of feet high. Went inside, filled it up. <laughs> I went out to hang it up. And as i'm holding it ready to connect it to the branch eight yellow finches flew in under my arm Aww. over my arm all around me and I landed on this and i just stood there like feeling like saint francis <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a franciscan moment thinking you know how how much peace he must have been in not to be a threat to nature and to mm-hmm. wild birds and i'm standing there you know this thing probably i don't know eight inches from my nose and all these birds are just freely flying around and eating and I hang it up, you know, with tears pouring down my face, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that was the moment when I knew God the Father's love, mm-hmm. and realizing what it what, what that's what it's about, and to look into people's eyes and to remind them they're like, oh, I forgot that, mm-hmm. you know. And those of you who are listening, you are desperately loved. I remind you about that love, mm-hmm. and I pour that love into your heart supernaturally. Mm-hmm. We pray for you that you may know that love, feel that love, feel experience that love, and know that you are desperately loved. You were, when you were born, you were loved to the angels and archangels and the whole company of heaven sang praises at your birth as they are now. So you're reminded of that love. Oh, well, that's I, beautiful, I want to sit huh? in that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. oh, so true. It is. It's very important. Now on the flip side, mm-hmm. um, when we think about our lives, mm-hmm. um, I, I've realized that many of us Go to the negative, and I, I've come to come up with this word negative default. Um, if somebody pulls in front of you, for instance, right on red, you know, what do you do? Do you make a certain signal symbol or, with your mm. hands, or do you bless them? I bless them, you know, uh, which makes me feel better. And it's good when I'm wearing a collar that I don't, give them- <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the the other symbol, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not a good idea, uh, but it makes me feel better. But to know, um, that our primary. Not as a baby, we're born with love, and we learn man's inhumanity humanity to man, sadly. We learn rejection. We learn the pain of like we're living. So many of us have a negative default. What do I mean by that again? So we go for the negative. If something happens, we, we drop a, f- a knife on the floor, and ugh, we go to that negative place, or, or something worse, or I've just had a diagnosis. We go into that negative default. My point really is, let's look at that. And how can we not go to the negative? How can we go to the positive? Mm-hmm. Now Matthew six thirty three is very clear on that: seek mm-hmm. first the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and all these things shall be added unto you. So I put it to you: if you are one of well, all of us, quite frankly, we all have. I, I don't think I've ever met anybody without a negative default. Mm-hmm. When you go to that negative spot, you know it's a bit like control alt delete you know, on the computer. You're, you're, <laughs> you're wiping out the, the worms and the viruses, and sometimes you have to unplug. You know, and to re-plug in, to reboot. So my point is, when you are thinking negatively for whatever reason, I'm not feeling loved, or if you're having a pity party. By the way, if you're having a pity party, invite Jesus to the pity party. <laughs> you won't have one for much longer, you believe. <laughs> so, so when we think of Matthew 6:83, that default. Uh, to seek first the kingdom of god so my prescription for you right now in love is to when you know when you've realized you've gone to a negative spot to stop look up and smile and say thank you god this is reminding me of you Mm -hmm. Mm life-changing and to know that as you think of god he loves you so much and you know i'm not william shakespeare and the only thing i can say i want to write about love and it is very hard. How can you define it? And the only way I can is by experience. That that moment with the birds. I mean, that just, you know, it it filled my heart and knowing the the love. God the Father's love. And again, knowing that if he gave me any more, I would have literally burst into flames. It hurt. It hurt physically. So okay, God, I got the message. Yeah, the substance
0: of God's love is powerful stuff. It really is. It really has to be experience. Yeah. It's not something you can know in your head yeah. that you're loved. Yeah. But once you experience it, yeah, exactly. then yeah. there's, a, there's a song. It's that old song. <laughs> once you experience it, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> can you whistle a
1: couple of bubbles? Uh <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, that's the difference yeah. between the head and the heart. You know, yeah. the 16-inch journey, the longest yeah. journey we have from head to heart, is, is so long. Mm-hmm. And we forget how we need to nurture our hearts yeah, yeah. Um, mother teresa or centuries are now in calcutta you know had orphans and she realized that orphans were fed and watered the same way but she realized that some physically died because they weren't picked up and loved yeah. they yeah. suffered a, a, a disease called marasmus, which is failure to thrive mm-hmm. and when we think about that how many people do we meet who don't know the Father's love, Mm -hmm. or even their own parents' love, and don't know that love, and it is so important. It is the basic Mm -hmm. premise of the Healing Ministry. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to get that out of the way before we dive into the guilt, and the anxiety, and the fear, and the worry, and the disappointment, and real and perceived rejection. Here we go, we're on a roll here, peeps.
0: So nigel you have some amazing testimonies mm. personal testimonies mm. about healing just for yourself I, do. I know that you've had all these these mm. near-death experiences um, but also people you've prayed for incredible testimonies mm. of healing and i can think of like five of them right now in my head would you share some of those with us and it would be so encouraging for people to hear about yourself but also about people you've prayed for
1: recently um we had when i say recently just before covid we had a woman call me up out of the blue. It's a woman I'd prayed for, for five years before. So Mm -hmm. seven, eight years ago now, I prayed for her. She's the only woman who came into my hotel room uh, for prayer. Mm -hmm. She did come in with her husband and her pastor (laughs) and eight people from the church, I (laughs) (laughs) might I did not allow her in by herself, but uh, she came in with uh, pancreatic cancer. Mm -hmm. Stage four diagnosis is pretty miserable. Um, We prayed and I didn't hear anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Five years later, I got a phone call from her quite surprised and she was out west somewhere it was a 12-hour drive uh, and she said uh, we're all packed up we're coming to see you I said really I'm glad I'm here uh, she said uh, I said why are you coming to I want to come and say thank you mm-hmm. well, I feel like I'm one of the ten lepers the one who was cured who came back to say thank you I mm-hmm. want to come and say thank you deeply moving, and she said, oh, oh, by the way, are you still in upstate New York? And I said, no, I'm in Virginia Beach. <laughs> I said, I'm so glad you called, you know, because <laughs> it would have had a 12-hour drive to upstate New York and a 10-hour drive down here. Oh, so, man. Yeah, so yeah, just call me, On the, and she showed up and gave her testimony at the healing service. And, you know, things like that are very, well, the whole ministry is 100. But mm-hmm. as I said earlier, the beauty of this is we get to see God at work. Yeah. We get to see him working in extraordinary ways and sometimes you know the, the privilege of watching god at work particularly the process of healing when you see somebody over a period of time <sighs> watching how they've changed yeah. you know it's amazing and i have to say having been resurrected from the dead myself um you know i know pain i've had a bed sore i've had a trache. i've had uh, issues with post-traumatic stress or shell shock as it was called in the 70s uh, you know I, I know physical pain i know emotional pain So one draws from our own experiences and perhaps I I would argue that God recycles us, Mm. you know, to use that pain to help others.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: The wounded healer. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. 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 And the dark nights of the soul, you know, the midlife crisis. I've had four. (laughs) 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 The dark nights of the soul, you know, Uh, but he's always there. He's always there. Mm. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. One of the visions I had when I was dying of the swine flu in 09 was literally that, was crawling through the valley and Jesus leading me on. And I I couldn't walk. I knew I was paralyzed, which I was. And I came to a a turning where hell was. I saw hell and I said, no. Mm. And it was a complete mockery of heaven. It was a complete mockery. It was evil, it was horrible. I'm thinking, no, please, please. It was as if God wanted me to have a glimpse of it. And they said, no, you're gonna keep going. And around the corner was, was, was heaven and it was absolutely beautiful wow again i didn't get to talk to peter i'm looking forward to that One day. <laughs> <One day>. <laughs> not, <laughs> <day>. not yet <laughs> not yet but 13 times uh, i've had very close shades. but i want to tell you heaven is real very real mm. my experience of heaven so i have no fear of death at all uh, mm. pain not not a big fan of pain mm-hmm. but you know god heals here and he restores and he renews and circling back to love is so important to know that love to explore that love and perhaps even look in the mirror yourself and, and say i love you and see what happens mm-hmm. it, it's, yeah this it, is extraordinary it really is love is patient love is kind is bruce patient? is bruce kind yeah let's shake i'm sure you will hopefully I'm hopefully sure more yeah. and
0: more is my being transformed as all we are mm-hmm. all of us are yeah, you know, I, I um, one of the things that always has really I've really admired about you, Nigel, is that I think you do love people well. Thank you. Now, you really do. And I know that you were very significant in my life as I mm-hmm. had, I mean, I had, we kind of share a little connection here yeah. through Canon Glenn, in, yeah. where yeah. Um, yeah. his teaching really led me on a healing journey mm-hmm. myself. And mm-hmm. of course, your sister yep. was healed through his mm-hmm. ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, But I I just love your enthusiasm for people, Mm -hmm. for your faith in how God does heal. I mean, you've seen it how many times? I mean, you couldn't even count, right? right. You couldn't begin to count. Mm -hmm. Um, And just the amount of people that I know have been so blessed by your ministry. I I just think about it as as you've just sown seeds all over the place. It's like you, I'm just seeing a picture of you now. It's like God's used you as an instrument to sow all of this seed all over this earth, Mm -hmm. And so much fruit has been born from all of those seeds. And I I just really feel led right now just to say, God is so, so, uh, he just loves you (laughs) and his love for you is so real. Mm -hmm. And um, he's just, he's delighted at how he's been able to use you to to pour out that love into so many other people's hearts. And there's so much more to come. Yes. Yes.
1: There is, there is more, a lot more. (laughs) You know circling back to the woman with pancreatic cancer mm. you know that was sowing seeds didn't yeah. hear anything for five years Right. Yeah. out of the blue mm-hmm. there she was so yeah that was a prophetic word so know. how many yeah. you know, how many
0: seeds have been sown that you have no idea exactly what's yeah. become and of? coming one. back
1: to that you know when I, when I haven't been interviewed by the press for a while but they would always ask me what's your success rate you know oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course yeah. you know and of course i would mention the 10 lepers you know what was that success rate right you know, it was 100 but only one person hundred percent healed, but only one person was cured because he came back to say thank you, just as this woman did with pancreatic cancer, you know. And it is so important to say thank you. You know, I I pray that you hear my voice and Bruce's our voices, but I pray that those our voices would go right into your heart and you Mm. at the end of this podcast to say thank you, not to us, but to God because he is the healer, he is the king of kings Mm -hmm. he is the lord of lords he is the great physician and hello he's the lover of souls (laughs) as i lead into the microphone (laughs) to make make my point but i want you to hear that you know and to know that love Mm -hmm. the restorative love of jesus is, is extraordinary and you know i don't know about you but have you ever limited god bruce well, maybe once or twice. Yes. <laughs> likewise, likewise. So, yeah. so my point is, and I'm telling my, I'm, t- I'm talking to myself, don't mm. limit God. Yeah, because he can do far more abundantly than we could possibly think of or imagine. Mm. Glory to God, mm-hmm. His power at work within us is able yeah. to do far more abundantly, and mm. that's that's the bit that I'm interested in. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, uh, the irony of this is I used to be a drill instructor in the British Royal Marines, you know, I was a Green Beret commando. I was trained to kill or be killed. I trained my, my men to kill or be killed. Um, and as a drill instructor, I used to make grown men cry. You know Now I'm a priest and uh, guess what? I still make grown men cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, such is the mystery. Going back to the question about the the stories, I've got so many. Is there any ones that you remember? Well, there's a couple
0: that I, that I've shared with people, and and mm-hmm. and I don't know if you remember now, but there's that girl who whose
1: moth got resurrected. Moth. Yes, yes. Moth. April. Yes. I was yes. wondering maybe you could share. We, that we've shared them. that story oh, many times. Really? Yes. This is an awesome story. Okay, so it was a Sunday, um, and uh, i have been invited to this woman's house. Uh, for April the daughter uh, she was I think seven or eight years old and she needed heart catheterization and she was terrified uh, because they were going to actually uh, turn off one of the heartbeats. she had double heartbeat she had to uh, cauterize part of her heart and she was terrified of her own life um, and ironically um, the night before I went or it was the Friday No, this was Sunday the Friday I went um, she had a pet butterfly that had uh, pupated from a woolly caterpillar, mm-hmm. and she called it woolly, and it died. Um, so when I arrived on Sunday, uh, she, the, the mother was there very subdued and, and very worried because of the death of this caterpillar on Friday. Um, and she said that April's very upset and very sad and very concerned. So, you know, I went there to lay hands on her heart, to pray for her, and April comes in with, with you know, tears coming down her face, and quivering bottom lip with this, this little blue um, box on cotton wool with a dead mo- dead butterfly on his back, you know, clearly dead. And he had been dead since Friday. It was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Think about that for mm-hmm. a moment. <laughs> I'll circle back to that in a moment. <laughs> and I didn't catch that at all at that moment. So here we are around midday Sunday. And she, she handed me this box. No, she held onto the box and I'm looking at the box. And I'm looking at her thinking, I got to pray for you. I'm not here for the moth, you know, but I thought, no, I'll just pray for the moth. And honestly, it was a throwaway prayer because we were here to pray for a heart, and I, I, th- I think I was being distracted, at least I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I prayed for that moth and did a double take because its little antenna started moving and its feet started moving, and then one of the wings went and it flipped up and it flew off to the window. That moth was resurrected, you know, right <laughs> in front of our eyes. So I mean, isn't it <laughs> incredible? I, I haven't it. seen a human being resurrected, but I, honestly. When I got home, I actually called the mum and said, you know, did that really happen? She said, oh yes." (laughs) They were rejoicing. Now, April, um, sweet kid, she uh, went and had the the surgery. She was absolutely fine. There was no worry, no fear. The beauty of this story, I don't know if you remember this bit, but she wrote an essay. Did did, did you know? I didn't know this part. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. she wrote an essay, and she entered her essay into some competition. She won $10,000. Really? Yes, yes. yes, yes, Yeah, she, she won 10 grand. Um, And she had a book printed up uh, and she won this big comp- national competition on her story. Wow. Oh. Right? So it was a win-win-win yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. With Jesus well, and it just shows yeah. that, you know, Jesus just loved April so much. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. it It
0: yeah. didn't matter what the request was. Exactly. He yes, just wanted man. to meet her where she was and Absolutely. bless her. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. love that.
1: Yeah. And I, I think of my uncle, you know, he came over here um, to do St. Mark's Gospel um, from memory. He was an English actor. He played Q on one of the James Bond movies, but that's an aside. Uh, anyway, he came, he had a cold, um, a common cold, and he was going to perform 10 uh, uh, renditions of Mark in various places in New York City, uh, Connecticut, Long Island. Um, and he had a cold. So I'm praying for my uncle. I had my hands on his head yeah. thinking, you know, a common cold has to do its thing. And I'm, 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 I'm thinking, this is a waste of time you know, oh ye of little faith, you know. Uh, and the cold stopped yeah. from that point. He did his 10 stories, excuse me, his 10 full renditions of St. Mark. And at the end of the last one, he said, with signs following, and sneezed, and it came back. So the cold stopped for the presentation. <laughs> now, now here's the thing, yeah. I didn't know, my uncle was very ashamed of his post-polio lip. He had polio as a kid, he's a stage actor, he's a Shakespearean stage actor, and he walked with a limp and i never knew that i didn't know that really i was praying for the common cold oh you of little faith not even thinking that would be taken care of that was paused and then he was healed of post-poly limp and guess what he went after us he went on to washington for a, a walking holiday of Washington <laughs> really? with no limp yeah with no limp. oh that's, that's that that really a fabulous story, story. So, i love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great yeah. So, you know, it, something always happens when we pray. And yeah. Sometimes we pray as accurately as we can. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Marine, so I need to know the target and that's how I pray. I want to know the target. Yeah. And when, if you're praying for somebody, you know, it's best to start with a headache or a pet, but you know, I think of the target, I need to identify the target when I pray. And I would use the analogy of, uh, of a, a Royal Marine. Uh, I was a marksman. I was a good shot. I had my badge. I was very proud mm. of my marksman. Yeah. But some Marines were rubbish. You know, they'd, they'd flinch. They'd, they'd flinch when they pull the trigger, um, and uh, I, I realized that uh, if you give a marine enough ammunition, eventually they're going to hit the target. <laughs> right. you know? And I would apply that same principle to the healing ministry. Mm. Keep praying. Keep praying. If your pet is sick, pray in the name of Jesus. If you if you have a friend or a family member with a headache, put your hands on the head. Speak or not, you can do it silently or speak. You can quietly ask God to heal that pain. And that's a great place to start, all in great humility. And that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got to tell you, if I have time, um, the first person I prayed for was 32 years ago. It was a year after my sister, Julie Sheldon, the ballerina was healed by, through Kanning Junkelena ministry, hence our friendship. Um, And, A year after that, I had a picture frame shop in Connecticut. A woman came in my store. She looked green. She looked very sick. And I said, are you okay? She said, no, I've got a really bad headache. And I said, I'm sorry. But I'm standing in front of her, fairly close. And I watched my hands go up like this onto her head. And it was not a conscious effort. I just watched my hands do this onto her head. And she looked at me and said, what did you do? The pain is gone. Mm. And at that moment, I knew I hadn't done anything, but I knew God had, yeah. and that's when it began. That's when I knew that I knew. And that's 32 years ago now. Yeah, yeah. And what a journey it's been—very humbling, very amazing. Um, you know, and and having been so close to death with the swine flu, um, realizing that God has resurrected me and thanking God for that. You know. I got to tell you, when I came out of the coma, uh, there was a whole bunch of white coats around me. Wanted to know what my mental status was because I had, you know, oxygen starvation. They weren't sure if I was going to, you know, be okay or not. You know, um, and I heard myself. I didn't think it. I, and then I was one word, one breath. I said, "Doctor," he said, "Yes." I said, "Will I ever be able to play the piano again?" And he said, "Oh yes." And I said, "Well, that was funny. I couldn't play it before." I was... <laughs> you know, uh, and it is that I, that attitude. I think that, that helps, but. But you know, circling back to love, that's what it's about. Um, Yeah. And and witnessing that love and reminding people of that love. And even people whose hearts have been bruised because of Marasmus, because of failure to thrive, because perhaps you didn't know the father's love or the mother's Mm. love. And perhaps your image of God is obscured because of your earthly father who might have hurt you. Mm. But that's, God the Father is very different than those people who've hurt you. He is pure love. And that's that's Uh what this is all about. So understanding the Father's love can take you by surprise. You know, God ambushes us sometimes with his (laughs) love. And I went to a zoo years ago. I think it was in New York City. And, you know, I wasn't working. I was was having a good time, you know, and we walked into this giraffe paddock. Mm -hmm. And I walk in and immediately this giraffe looks at me and does this head sort of roll and stares at me. To the point where everybody who was there, all the public were looking at me, not the giraffe.
0: <laughs> and I'm thinking, what
1: the heck is going on? And this giraffe drops his head and comes in close and watches me walk and backwards and forwards just to see if it was my imagination. And everybody's looking at me again, not the giraffe. And I'm thinking, what's going on? You know, what is God doing? It's hysterical, you know? And this went on for 10 minutes, so I walk out. And i said i was with some friends and I said i'm going to go back in there just as, to see if that was just a, a coincidence mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what was going on do you know what? i went around i went back into the entrance and the thing did it again he apparently picked, mm-hmm. picked me out it was a bit spooky <laughs> you know, he was putting his neck out for me Sorry, about that. <laughs> i like puns i'm sorry but you know it for me it was like what is going on is this god you know sending me some sign what what, what is this and and to know that with, a, with a, a wild animal, you know, in the zoo, recognizing something, or, or I, I don't know what it is, you know, and yeah. I hope I'm not coming across as boasting, I'm not, I'm just telling the story, you know, uh, if I'm boasting, I'm boasting of the Lord, but yeah. you know, Has that ever happened to you? I mean, have you ever gone to a zoo and some animal is like related to you and loved you? I mean, it's weird, out of the blue. It was as if this thing was in love with me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, what? You know?
0: He was looking for Jesus. Yeah, he probably was. (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: It was an upstanding creature.
0: Um, (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) well, it's just your giraffe likeness. Oh no, thank (laughs) you. So a (laughs) a spotted character. That's <laughs> well, I, one thing I want to, mm. one thing I, I would like to ask as we're getting closer
1: yeah.
0: and drawing to a close, and you've already spoken this and touched on it, but but once again, I know there's, there's lots of people out there who, who are listening mm. and that we've prayed for and are currently actually in relationship with who are just very discouraged yes. Yes. because that healing that they have wanted for so long, mm. just they haven't seen it yet. Mm. You know, that it, and, and they might in some way believe or realize that as they've been prayed for that that's that something in the spirit maybe has been happening, but they haven't seen that thing that they've been yearning for. And right. so there is so much discouragement. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And what would you say to people like that who really are deeply discouraged and just wanting, you know, a
1: breakthrough Absolutely. in this area of their life? The prayer that Jim Glennon gave my sister mm-hmm. was a prayer of positive action which is, thank you, God, you are healing me now. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus, you are healing me now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, you are healing me now. Thank you, Holy Trinity, you are healing me now. And that takes on a positive affect of knowing and understanding. Now, if you feel in your healing process you've hit the brick wall, perhaps you'd like to look at other areas of your life that perhaps have already been healed and you haven't noticed. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you realize the pain used to be at a nine, and now it's been at a five, and you didn't even notice it. Mm. Um, often it's very slow. Often we don't realise it. Uh, and the thing about meeting people as I do for prayer sessions is they don't even realise they've been healed. A lot of them. That's a good point. It mm. really is. They come in and th- they look completely. They look different. They they yeah. no no pain, no anger, no no turmoil. Yeah. You know, they physically look different. And to witness that, in witnessing God working, I would just pray a message of encouragement. You know. Uh, Barnabas it was an encourager for Paul
0: yeah.
1: and that's my ministry to be a Barnabas to be an encourager um, so I encourage you to know that Christ is with you he said i will never leave you or forsake you uh, I'm man. with you always that's right you know um, I, I remember a time when I had a, a terrible terrible day awesome I mean really really bad situation I came home driving weeping all the way home got home I was alone. Um, I was in the living room and just broken beyond words. And I killed up in the fetal position and fell asleep. I woke up and it was light. It was dark, excuse me. It was light when I got there. Another one of those midlife crises. I mean, it was a dreadful situation. Uh, and I woke up facing the wall. I'm a former Marine. Somebody was in my room. There was a burglar in the room. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified because I knew I couldn't defend myself. And I'm thinking, okay, if I move, he's going to respond immediately. How am i going to do this and i was about to jump up and then i realized it wasn't a burglar you know the thief comes in the night to steal mm. it wasn't a burglar it was jesus mm. wow. it was jesus his his presence was palpable and you know what i've never been lonely since mm. never been lonely wow. he made himself known wow. but i thought in my fear because i just woken up i thought it was a burglar, but it it wasn't. Mm. The thief comes in the night, but so does Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the hope in in this ministry. And hope never fails, as love never fails, nor does hope. Mm. To know that peace, and to allow the peace of God into your heart. Mm -hmm. And to know that stress is the enemy. We need to cast out all stress. Mm -hmm. To forgive one of the biggest blocks to healing. And to circle back to knowing how loved you are. Because that's what this is about. Yeah. In all gentleness, in all power, in all love, and all compassion.
0: There's about a hundred things I want to ask you about right now and directions we could go, but sadly, I think we have to wrap up for this episode. Mm-hmm. If you want to know more about Nigel mm-hmm. and you want to uh, hear more of his stories, uh, learn more about his amazing life and his ministry, uh, we did mention at the beginning of the podcast, he's got eight Books that he's written. And um, also, you can visit uh, his website at uh, org. That's all strung together, right? By his wounds uh Also, all his books are available on Amazon. Just look up Nodge yes. and you'll find them all. And uh, we have a bunch of them. Yep. And they are amazing. And you will we enjoy can them. Testify <laughs> to how good they are. There's so many more stories in there.
1: If you've enjoyed these, there's more. <laughs> plenty
0: more yeah. But thank you thank you for spending yeah. this time Privileged. with us Privileged. again it's a joy to yeah. reconnect with you and hopefully we will uh, maybe do this again sometime Sure, yeah. <laughs> be, yeah. be up for that absolutely um would you be willing to say a prayer oh, of course to, to yes. close yes. for us yes
1: absolutely thank you Daniel. father god thank you for the privilege of talking about your son jesus thank you for reminding us of your love that you have for each and every one of us it is your love that heals it is your love that sets the captives free. Mm. It is your love spoken so clearly in the word, made flesh. I'm thinking of the centurion, mm. a Roman soldier invading force in charge of a 100 men who said to Jesus, Lord, just say, you don't need to come to my house. Just say the word, and my servant will be healed. Mm. And in the same fashion, I say that to you, my friends. I say that to God. Lord, just say the word, and you, shall be healed Mm -hmm. and that word i forget how many thousands of words there are in the bible i wish i could remember but i don't but the word is in the bible so read john read anything in the bible and reconnect Mm -hmm. and to know that love and to know that you are loved i pray for your healing in mind body spirit and soul Mm -hmm. i pray for generational healing i pray for your needs into the real and perceived pain and rejection into your joints, into your heart, into your spirit and soul. And remember how loved you are. As God would say, I love you. I love you. Hmm. You are loved. Hallelujah. Be well, do good works, and for the sake of God, love one another. Can I get an amen, peeps?
0: As we pray, praying, I just was reminded um, about. Uh, I don't know if you. Do you still have this available? you have a soaking prayer CD? Um, oh, i was thinking about just,
1: that too. I can't tell you how many how, times. How many we time listened to that, to that all really? the way
0: through? Really? Yeah.
1: Thank is, you. is that available on by his wounds? Funny you just say that. Yeah. And we have just put it on my uh, YouTube page oh. for free. Oh. oh, cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but I don't know how to make it available for, for money. <laughs> yeah, so you get, uh, you get it for free you get it for free i good. haven't checked it yet but uh, it should okay. be on there now okay and um, that's just under is it under by his wounds uh, industry no, is that nigel, is you personally B. nigel wd mumford you've got to put the wd in oh, okay nigel wd so think of wd 40. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh that was my nickname when i was 40. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a wd <laughs> <laughs> so check that out as well it's it's yeah.
0: Definitely worth a listen. Grab a pillow, a blanket, yeah. and uh you will be blessed.
1: Don't really. play it in your car because it's designed to put you to sleep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good point. Mm. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode today. Uh, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. God bless. God bless you. Cheerio. To learn more about the ministry, go to loveinsideout.org. If you liked this episode, please consider donating at loveinsideout.org forward slash donate. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed week.